RTL Original Podcast. Is the second song on an album the best or at least the most important? Well, taking inspiration from the iconic Blur smash hit of the same name, join me, Stephen Stepslow, as I look into this loose theory and discover that an incredible amount of LPs have an absolute belter of a song too. We also speak to international artists and musicians and find out what they have to say on the matter, with some surprising results. Each week, we will be running the rule over a classic song too and inviting guests to agree or disagree. Hello, it's Ben from Biffy here and you're listening to RTL Today Radio. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> I would do it without the inflection in the end. RTL okay. Today. Okay. This week, it's going to be a long one, so settle in. We would be remiss to ignore the upcoming gig by Biffy Clyro on Sunday the 25th of September. And before we get into the nitty-gritty, if I may, point you in the region of my interview with Ben Johnston, available now on RTL Play. That would be just dandy. Biffy Clyro have a bunch of class second songs. I think they are only, excuse me, second to the killers in the ratio of albums to barnstorming second tracks. Again, we have covered this in a recent episode where Ben disagrees with the theory, citing that the opening track is by far the most vital one on an album. But, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we begin our case, not at the beginning of debut album Black and Sky, but at its second cut, 27. Black and Sky came out in 2001 via Beggar's Banquet, and looking back now at the fresh-faced lads from Kilmarnock, it is hard to recognise the world-straddling trio we now know and love. Prior to the release of Black and Sky, Biffy were talked about as that band with the silly name but the terrific songs, and certain publications tagged them with the most exciting new band in Britain, as they fell about themselves to find the next new Nirvana. Twenty-seven didn't bother the upper reaches of the UK chart on release. In fact, it didn't even make a dent in the top 100. But bassist James Johnson was over the moon following US band Taproot earmarking it as Song of the Week in a 2001 issue of Kerrang! I was getting ready to wash my car, he said. When Ben brought the magazine into the house, we couldn't believe it and started running around the house screaming. When I had calmed down, I thought, well, I better clean the car then. We're from Kilmarnock and no one gives a shit. This is one of the many reasons the band's site is helping them to keep their feet on the ground. 
27 offered up the template that you could describe as standard Biffy. There's the discordant guitars, the off-kilter patterns, and the soaring choruses. Not only does it stand out on the debut, it still holds up today. Touch points for the ideal height, the second single and second track from the band's second studio album, The Vertigo of Bliss, were Fugazi and Far. But actually, they leaned heavily on fellow Scots Idlewild and their agit indie rock. The Ideal Height was originally released on the 24th of March 2003. Considered to be at the acceptably melodic end of the rock spectrum, the track creeped into the top 50, but there was still little indication of what was to follow. Loved by fans and on the live scene, critics seemed unsure and suspicious, but the band's incendiary live performances were fast becoming the talk of any town they played at, and mainstream recognition was finally ushered in thanks to it being selected as Record of the Week on Colin Murray's Radio 1 show. Two's Infinity Land stalled the Song 2 train somewhat, starting as it did with the masterful Glitter and Trauma, before Puzzle's release in 2007 propelled Biffy into the stratosphere, and meant Mon the Biff was scribbled on satchels the world over. Now, I will admit I am cheating a touch here. Puzzle begins with the incredible Living is a Problem Because Everything Dies, and its third track is Who's Got a Match, a live favourite. Between these two nuggety gems is the wonderful Saturday Superhouse, a three-minute burst of hard-pop brilliance. It was the first single from Puzzle, and Simon Neal described it as a straight-up pop-rock song. It felt great from the first time we played it together, he said. It's about not knowing if you're making the right choices in life. Life is happening right now, and if you're not careful, you could wish it away. Neil had experienced bereavement during the recording of Puzzle, and artist Storm Torgerson created a cover image to reflect this – anger, grief and sanity. The fire represented anger, the explosion of tears represented grief, Torgerson said. We chose to represent sanity by showing that people can live with their demons. The figure is content with bats and snakes, and the black dog of despair. He actually looks quite happy. It was a further two years before Only Revolutions was released, and despite my having tried to say The Captain was the second track in that interview with Ben Johnston, it is in fact that golden rule. And here is where things get a little bit difficult. That golden rule is undoubtedly a rollicking number. But Only Revolutions also counts Mountains, God and Satan, Bubbles and Many of Horror on its track listing. It's such a good record.
The second single to come from the 2009 LP is a continuation of the band's move to more mainstream writing, though they would say that it was a mix of prog and stoner rock, like Kyus and Tool, but with some Scottish freaks screaming over the top of it. It slipped into the public conscious when picked up by Sky Sports and then landing on Radio 1's A-list. Four years later, the delay presumably due to the band recording two albums for opposites, one of which was called The Land at the End of Our Toes and the other The Sand at the Core of Our Bones, comprised a whopping 20 tracks, one of which is the incomparably amazing Black Chandelier. If you do not like this track, please press stop and leave the pod. This is not for you. Black Chandelier was the first single to be taken from Biffy Clyro's sixth album, Opposites. It received its exclusive first play on Zane Lowe's BBC Radio 1 show on November 19, 2012, and was released on January 14, 2013. Simon Neal's wife had had a couple of miscarriages and their personal troubles put a huge strain on their marriage, nearly tearing them apart. In this twisted love song, he sings, You left my heart like an abandoned car. Old and worn, I'm no use at all. The singer explained to NME, that's where the bitterness came from, but there's also a strength that came out of wanting to fix that. Black Chandelier remains one of Biffy's best tracks. Twenty sixteen's Ellipsis saw the band's output take a little dip, not least in song two, but the band were adamant that the record was the best they had yet recorded. For whatever reason, the harsher style of Animal Style and Wolves of Winter did not chime as much with the public. The track to hear is also not as strong as others already mentioned. Sorry, friends and enemies. And so then we arrive at present-day Biffy. They who have sold millions of albums and packed out venues every which way you look. Their live performances never dipping, their fan base never tiring. 2020's A Celebration of Endings has a decent song too, but even I cannot say the champ is better than Space, Instant History or indeed Tiny Indoor Fireworks. I can though get myself in a frothy lather about the exceptional Hunger in Your Haunt, the second single from the myth of the happily ever after. Jumping as it does between gorgeous melodies and angular yelps, expressing both sides of the band's incredibly diverse sound.
Neil had the riff kicking around for a couple of years before finding the right verses and chorus to go with it. One day in lockdown, he sat down and came up with the lyrics that fit seamlessly with the music. I don't know if that actually happened because of lockdown or whether there was just so little pressure that it was like, actually, this feels good, he told Kerrang! magazine. Bored and lacking in purpose, he wrote the song as a slap across the jaw against his own lethargy. He told Apple Music, This song is about shaking off that negativity and finding a reason to get a smile on your face and be there for the people you care about. It is a startling return to form and one that goes off big time on the live circuit. If you have not yet caught Biffy live, please do so soon. They remain one of rock's most inventive and vital acts. And true, Song 2 Hall of Famers. In researching this pod, we visited BiffyClyro.com, Genius, SongFacts, Kerrang, RollingStone.com, A to Z Lyrics.com, Team Biffy, FanPop.com, and a plethora of microsites full of glistening chests. Oh well. Join us midweek for yet another Artist's Song 2. It's Icelandic star Askir, if I'm not mistaken. And again next week as we continue to find the very best Song 2s around. Don't forget to hit subscribe, like and comment. Be sure to tell people about us, it really does help. I've been Stephen Steps Low and this has been Song 2 for RTL Today Radio. Thanks for listening.